A New York State trooper killed responding to a domestic dispute call on late Sunday night. Also happening in our news chatter for yesterday, Green Day talks about performing after an acrobat died minutes before they went on the stage in a festival for the weekend. And the Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight price has been set. And we'll tell you maybe one that price is a little pricey, uh, not so much for us, but for Money Mayweather. That and more conversations that we had all day on Monday. Plenty of conversations to talk about for the Conversation Daily Recap podcast on July 11th, 2017. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm your host for this podcast from ThisIsTheConversation.com, the daily recap podcast where five days a week we recap the news from the days before, days prior, as you say, days previous, and we talk about the big stories that you told us were the ones that were most important to you in our conversation with you. Now, how do we have conversations with you every single day? It's very simple. We put out links to big stories, trending stories, top stories, sometimes some just weird outlandish stories, and we put them on our social media and our website, and you react to them, and that tells us exactly which conversations are the biggest conversations. And to do that, it's simple. Follow us on Facebook. Look for This is a Conversation. Follow us on Twitter with TH underscore conversation. And follow us at the website, thisisaconversation.com. From the website, plenty of great features, including a way to join in on the conversation survey panel and get paid for your opinion. We'll talk more about that towards the end of the podcast. Right now, let's get into the stories that we had, some of the really big ones for a very busy Monday with things being tweeted and posted and liked and all that such such. Let's start off with this story because it is the most uh, amazing and tragic. It happened actually uh, fairly late Saturday, Sunday I should say, around 8 p.m. So it's not as late as we think, but it's a Sunday night thing that happened that was talked about all morning Monday and it turned into a very big story uh, and another sort of senseless death, very senseless death happening in Teresa, New York where an army soldier is now accused of killing a New York trooper and state trooper and his wife during a domestic dispute. The trooper that responded to the dispute was Joel Davis, 36-year-old, who, of course, lost his life after, life after shots were fired about 8 p.m. when he responded to the initial call for the domestic dispute. Now, the 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 soldier involved. His name is Justin Walters. He's 32 years old. He surrendered without incident after the initial incident. Uh, he's an active duty U.S. Army infantryman. He's stationed at Fort Drum. It's not clear if he has an attorney. There was no comments at the time early in the morning. His wife's name was uh, Nicole Walters, also found dead at the scene. Davis is survived by his wife and three children. A statement from the governor early Monday says that the entire state New York family is grieving for Davis and his family at the time. Moving on to another story where the rumors, we don't know if they're true or not, but your next iPhone could cost you a whole lot more money, and that could be about $1,200. That is the rumor price tag for the new pretty fancy shiny thing that is the Apple iPhone, iPhone 8 officially. I believe it's the 10th iteration. The iPhone turned 10 this year, so the 10th um, it's been 10 years of iPhones. This is the uh, officially deemed the 8th, but a couple of years they've just been re essentially rebrands of recast of old versions with newer stickers and prettier colors and whatnot. So the iPhone 8 official, but 10 years of iPhone. And for the 10th anniversary, they're going to sell them for a, a pretty uh, hefty price. The rumor is around $1,200. And the big thing people are saying is 
some of the big features that were in the last iPhone release may not be a part of this iPhone. And, of course, we never really know what happens until the things come out. So we can't, well, we can dwell on rumor innuendo. We do a lot of that here. But we can't really know what's going to happen with this thing until it actually gets released and we know exactly what magic Apple's going to release on, on the world. Marvel fans, rejoice. There's going to be more Marvel superhero-powered stuff on the TV, on the small screen, this time coming to Freeform. Now, we've heard about the rumors. It wasn't even a rumor. Essentially, a script came down for a show, which is basically Squirrel Girl and the New Warriors, featuring Squirrel Girl and a group of characters who are essentially the New Warriors who are dealing with having superpowers in a world where dating is a big issue. So not, it's not so much... How do we deal with Dr. Doom, but how do I deal with that zit I popped uh, right before I go on a big date? That's not the best description of the show, but essentially that's what it is. It's essentially a Friends-ish, sitcom-ish, multi-level drama thing on Freeform. If you don't know what Freeform is, it used to be called Fox Family and the Family Channel and ABC Family and a couple other things before it became Freeform. It was, it's, it's a subsidiary of, of ABC. It's a smaller channel that has some shows that you probably aren't watching, some very horrible sitcoms and some really weird drama-like shows. You may turn to watch this one and another show coming from Marvel called um, Cloak and Dagger, which follows the exploits of the Cloak and Dagger characters uh, who are start off as teenagers, teenage runaways, and has a really dark tone to the stories. Uh, this one, being the New Warriors, will not have a dark tone. It's, even though the New Warriors are essentially the catalyst for a lot of big issues going on now in the Marvel uh, comic book world, and Squirrel Girl being who she is, the, her main power is the power of a squirrel, well, a squirrel is the best friend, and exceptional optimism and of course she cannot be beaten she really is written as she has to win everything so she always wins uh the biggest get for this is the fact that the people playing the main characters essentially squirrel girl and they're giving the main character other character mr immortal in the gang uh being played by milana vanatrub which is hard to say but you may have recognized her from this is us and you'll probably recognize her as lily from the at&t commercials from a few years ago and Derek Thieler, who is leaving the show Baby Daddy, which got canceled, which I say mercifully, and is going to this show. So he's still getting paid by Freeform. He's going to play Mr. Immortal, a man who cannot die. How they'll play it out in TV form, who who really knows? But I'm sure they'll find a way to do it on a pretty good tight budget. They'll be uh, rounded out by an ensemble cast of other characters, all a group of superheroes who are doing their superhero thing. Like, But like I said living their life in the city as young, teenage, adult-ish people. So they'll deal with dating. They'll probably deal with paying the rent. They'll probably have all sorts of exploits that are just kind of angsty stuff. And, of course, they're led by a girl with the power of a squirrel. So if the, the, the big thing is the squirrel girl thing was actually a really big thing. A lot of big-time actors were pining for the role, including uh, Shannon Purser, who you remember as Barb, from Stranger Things, who, of course, since Barb's not coming back, you might as well put her in a Squirrel Girl. And even Anna Kendrick wanted a piece of the pie. So this is going to be a pretty big deal for a while as people are going to get all kind of goofy giddy over this one character they love. We'll see if the show is any good. Freeform is known for, as I said, shows that aren't necessarily very good, but they're fairly cheap to manufacture and they are somewhat entertaining. We'll see how that goes. Let's go ahead and get Floyd Mayweather out of the way. Uh, Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor have set the prices for their upcoming bouts. There will be boxing very soon 
in the U.S., in Las Vegas, making lots of money for themselves and um, making you spend a lot of money, uh, especially, essentially, 99 bucks for the fight and 10 bucks more if you have HD. Now, why would someone pay that much money? Well, this is the biggest fight in a long time, and it's a boxer versus an MMA fighter, and it's the two guys with really big mouths. Floyd Mayweather, uh, known for being an evasive fighter and known for being essentially, pound for pound, the best fighter of his generation. He's a good guy, as in fighter. Maybe he's not the greatest guy in personality, and, of course, he's got the big money thing going on. And Conor McGregor, who has a very, very interesting real story behind who he is and how he is, who essentially just likes to fight and likes to prove that he is the greatest in his in his sport, in his weight class and whatever he, d- he does. If money is the greatest boxer and they're about the same weight, he thinks he can take him on, so that's what happened. And the money was finally right, and the venue was finally right, and Conor is finally ready to box. So that's how it's going. The odds are against Conor McGregor being a straight-up boxer, and in fact, there's lots of penalties in the fight. If he throws a kick or or, or something weird out of there, he'd definitely just basically lose the purse flat out. Now, why are we paying $100 to see this fight specifically? Well, maybe not specifically, but here's the real deal on Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather is looking for a reprieve from paying his taxes. He's petitioning the IRS to hold off on paying his 2015 taxes. Yes, this is 2017. Last year, or this year in April, we paid taxes for 2016. He hasn't paid his taxes from the year before, and he owes quite a bit of money. Uh, in that year, he made some, well, in that year, he made like $220 million just for his fight on Manny Pacquiao alone in 2015 and so uh in fact he showed that big check of uh, the money he made from the guaranteed of the part of the purse and then of course big for showing off his money and then not having any money to pay off the tax bill uh estimated somewhere around i can't find in the store right now but somewhere around five fifteen million dollars he's owing for 2015 so he's got to hold off on what's going on right now uh, to not pay the taxes he owes from two years ago so he can get this fight in, so he can get some money, so he can pay his 2015 taxes, and then we'll deal with 2016 taxes. As a guy who has been uh, a little late in getting his taxes done, I, I get the whole situation, but for a guy who makes that much money and brags about that much money, I have no sympathy for the man who seems to have no money. You may remember the Jawbone Company as a company making lots of stuff. Originally uh, going into the jaw to the bone, that being Bluetooth headsets, moving on to wearables and all sorts of things, uh, step counters and whatnot. Well, now the company is, is out of business. The company is basically going down the drain and is liquidating as much as possible. However, comma, they still seem to be selling things from their website. And that's where the real kind of question mark ends or begins on why they're doing this. You can look on various places and even on Amazon listings where you see Jawbone articles, Jawbone uh, headsets, Jawbone Bluetooth speakers, Jawbone wearables, uh, but you can't click the links. They still exist, but the links go nowhere. Why Jawbone doesn't just give up and liquidate, we're not sure. It's a mystery from this one company why they're doing it this way, but that's apparently the way they're trying to make things happen. Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day speaks out about the performance they had over the weekend. Now, this past weekend, 
they had a show where uh, they're at a festival and performing before them on stage was an acrobat. The acrobat actually fell to his death live in front of people. His name was Pedro Anio Monroy. Uh, he was 42 years old, performing a stunt where he was suspended in a cage uh, by a harness and hanging from a crane, and it fell around 100 feet, and promoters said he died when paramedics were unable to retrieve him. Oddly enough, moments after performance, Green Day hit the stage. Green Day did not know about the actual performer dying or the actual performer even being there until after their set. They were preparing for their set while the other thing was going on. Uh, Billy Joe uh, gave an explanation, sort of Billy Joe-like, so it was a bit of a kind of a growl of anger mixed into it, but basically stating that in these big shows, in these big festivals, there's so many things going on and so many performers happening and so many performances happening that you're basically set in a pen, set where you're supposed to be to get started, you do your thing, and then you're rushed off the stage to move on to the next thing. They weren't spending a lot of time in the festival. They just had a set to do, and they did it. They were prepared. The thing happened while they were in preparation for their start, and their manager decided to not let them know what was happening so they would not be out of sorts in their music set. A lot of backlash around the internets and the world on why they were performed minutes after a guy falls off the stage but they're saying it's not like they were standing under the stage and the guy fell in front of them. They were on a totally different venue, totally different piece, ready to start their show, and they just did the show and had no idea what was going on. So if you're a Green Day fan, it's good news that they didn't just go off and, you know, do a show right after a guy died, but still a little bit disturbing the way everything went down. And we have this story out of Hawaii where it's... um. We're not exactly sure how big it's going to get, and the updates are coming more and more and more. But a soldier stationed at Shofield Barracks in Honolulu was arrested with alleged ties to ISIS, the Islamic State. This is being told to us by the FBI field office in Honolulu. Now, officials are not giving a lot of details, but the soldier has been named, which unfortunately now I will butcher, Ikaika Kang, Ikaika Eric Kang, Hopefully that came out okay. He's 34 years old, and he was arrested uh, via SWAT team because they believed he might have been kind of dangerous on Saturday. He's due to appear in court yesterday. We'll see what comes out from that. Uh, he is a local from Hawaii, and he's been in the service uh, for quite a while. His rank currently is Sergeant First Class. He's an air traffic control operator, according to the, top, the, the Department of Defense. Uh, and he is a, actually a highly decorated uh, a soldier with multiple commendations. So he's a good guy for his unit. A statement from the article we have in USA Today uh, has a piece from his father, who is also a veteran of a Vietnam veteran, who said about two years ago his son started reading the Quran before deployments, but he was still very shocked to hear about the uh, arrest and, of course, never heard anything ISIS or ISIL-related, nothing uh, deeming him to be uh, wanting to be a member of the Islamic State. He was as shocked, and most of the family members as shocked as everyone else about the arrest. We'll hear more about this, of course, in days as they'll have to kind of explain themselves and what this means and how things come out. So those are a whole big batch of stories that we talked about all day yesterday. We have plenty of stories I'm sure we'll talk about on today. We're not expecting today to be a letdown in things, including uh, after three days of three different stories for something that happened a long time ago, the Donald Jr. talk on him actually more or less admitting 
that he spoke to a Russian agent uh, in something that may have been dealing with dealing with um, details that could be used to you know, influence an election. We'll see what that really means in a few days as people are still parsing over how the story has changed three times in the same meeting. Meanwhile, we need you to be a part of the conversation. We need you to be in the gang to help us out, figure out if that conversation or other conversations are important today. And it's very simple. Be a part of the big thing. Just follow the conversation on social media or follow us at our website. On social media, you can find us on Twitter at TH underscore conversation. You can find us at This is the Conversation on Facebook. And our website is thisistheconversation.com. Stop by the website for more great features that we have going on, including a way to be a part of the Conversation Survey panel. You can get paid for surveys. You do a survey, we send you the money. Just like that. There are no hoops to jump through. There are no triple steps in qualifying for a survey. We hook up with companies who need information from people who are like you, very diverse, very into what's going on in the public. So if you put yourself in the list and we find a conversation that is or a survey that is good for you, we will send it to you and you are qualified by getting the link. You fill it out. We will pay you directly via PayPal. Just like that. Also, make sure you are following all the conversations all day long anyway, conversating with us, which means you're replying, you're responding, you're sharing, and make sure you are sharing the conversations and the podcast with friends, family, people who are into this thing as well. A few enemies if you really want to. We, we don't discriminate. We just need people to listen. Leave us ratings and reviews on wherever you get your podcast from. Right now, it seems like we're getting most of our love from Spreaker, the Spreaker service, I guess maybe from the downloads on the website or just from Spreaker uh, subscribees, but we're also on Google Play. We're, of course, on iTunes. You can get it on a feed in YouTube if you want to. There are plenty of ways to get in on conversations. We just need you to react to the actual conversation, the actual link, and the podcast. Leave some ratings and reviews. And we will do the rest, hopefully gather more great folks into this conversation. Meanwhile, we're going to go back to checking out the great conversations going on today. We'll talk about them tomorrow in the podcast for another daily recap from This is a Conversation. Oh, by the way, I didn't think I was going to do away without saying thank you ten times. Thank you, 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 and thank you for being who you are, being exactly how you are, and joining us in for these great, great great conversations every day. Thank you.